Welcome to episode 54 of the official Average Boy Podcast. I'm Jesse, editor of Focus on the Family Clubhouse Magazine. And I'm Bob Smiley, a.k.a. Average Boy, a.k.a. the awesome, appreciating, amazing kid of awe. Awe? Oh, awe. Yeah, it sounds like you're eating a carrot and focusing on A-words this week. My dad says I should focus on A's at school every week. But what about the carrot? Uh, that's a healthy food. <laughs> Did you lose a bet? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm eating it because carrots are packed with vitamin A. And before I give you a chance, what did the rabbit say to the carrot? It's been nice gnawing you. <laughs> what do you call an elephant with a carrot in each ear? Anything you want because he can't hear you. Knock, knock. Who's there? Carrot. Carrot who? Do you care at all about me? <laughs> Ooh, okay, there, Jesse. I think I did all the carrot jokes, so you don't need to slip in a Jesse joke into this podcast. <laughs> wow, you know, those are great. When it comes to carrot jokes, you top them all. <laughs> Get it? Carrot top? Carrot top? Okay, good. So you're not going to try to be funny. This is going to be a great podcast. It is, you know, but for uh, very different reasons than what you just mentioned. Uh, but you seem real fired up and ready to go today. I am. I'm back from summer camp, and it was amazing. I made lots of friends, and I learned so many new things that I've been wanting to learn about. Well, that's great. Uh, what did you learn? Um, I... Uh... I made lots of friends. Did I mention that? You did. And I've read your previous stories in Clubhouse Magazine and, and listened to the last podcast. So uh, did you end up going to that piano camp like you were planning? Way to key in my past stories for promotion there, Jesse. That's music to my ears. No piano pun intended. But no, piano camp was way too expensive, so I couldn't do it this year. Plus, my dad said piano camp might encourage me to keep playing the piano. And then he stopped talking, so I'm not really sure why piano camp didn't work out. Well, you know, camps can be expensive. Uh, so did you end up going back to the camp you went to last year? You know, that one I think was about two weeks long. You're a bit off key there, Jesse. I was going to go back to the camp that I went to last year, but the camp director told my parents that I was so much fun to have at camp that he felt like he should share me with other camps. He said it was only fair. He even sent my parents several links to other camps that were way, way far away from his camp. <laughs> well, ah, that was, uh, I guess, nice of him and very smart. Uh, but before I forget to mention it, uh, you eating a carrot reminded me about the importance of healthy eating. You know, carrots not only have vitamin A, uh, but they also help you see better. You know how I know that? I've never once seen a rabbit wearing glasses. Well, you did it anyway, didn't you? You snuck in a Jesse joke. But, but that one was actually really funny, so I don't mind. And I've been eating a lot of other good-for-you type foods lately, like broccolini, creamed spinach, candy corn. Wait, did you just say uh, candy corn was a healthy food? Yeah, it, it does have the word corn in it, so that sort of makes it like a vegetable. Plus, it tastes really good. Uh, so back to camp. I loved camp, but the food was not that great. Also, I don't think it could be classified as food, although it did increase my prayer life, you know, because I prayed before and after I ate there. Anyway, ever since I got home, my body has been craving healthy stuff. 
Yeah, camp food can be uh, interesting. Sometimes you have to guess what food group it belongs to just by the color. Yeah! Okay, so uh, we know you didn't like the food, but we also know you had a great time anyway. Uh, care to tell us what happened? <laughs> It'd be a short podcast if I said no. So here's the story. The morning we left for camp, the alarm went off at 6 a.m. There was so much excitement and yelling things like, today is the day and it's camp time, baby. <laughs> Man, my dad can get really excited about the strangest things. Oh, wait. Uh, so it was your parents cheering about camp, not yeah, you. Yeah, they always get really excited the day they take me away to camp. Dad even says the same thing when he drops me off every year. Have a great week. I know we will. Your parents are very... Uh, joyful people. So uh, what camp did they decide to dump you, I, I mean, sign you up for? They signed me up for Camp Last Resort. You know, I'm not sure how it got its name. We didn't pass any other camps along the way, and also the word resort was a stretch. I mean, it wasn't terrible, but I wouldn't call it a resort. What do you mean? Well, for instance, it did have a lake, at least I think it was a lake. It, it was hard to tell because of all the moss covering it. The camp also had a pool where they seemed to be growing all the moss for the lake. Oh, I get it now. So uh, this camp wasn't packed with luxury and, and lots of amenities. Exactly. And it wasn't in Florida, so there were no manatees at all. Uh, no, <laughs> I meant uh, amenities. Like, uh, never mind. Uh, besides, uh, camps don't have to be super luxurious because, you know, it's mostly about the friendships and activities. And we already know, like you said, you had lots of fun. I did. Well, actually not at first. The camp started with the camp director telling us all the rules. You know, I don't know why they do that. It's like they're giving us ideas when they tell us not to do stuff. What do you mean? Well, like, I wouldn't have even thought about climbing the big tree if the camp director hadn't told us not to climb the big tree. And, you know, that was one of the rules he mentioned. Once he said it, it made me wonder, like, what was up in the big tree? You know, maybe candy, maybe treasure, you know, who knows? Well, actually, I do, but I'm getting ahead of the story. Yeah, I'll try to keep you on track here. So uh, you had the rules meeting, uh, which is normal at most camps. Uh, then what happened? After the meeting, we all went to our cabins to unload stuff, and this is where it started getting crazy and fun. As I walked into my cabin, I scared a huge raccoon that was sitting on my bed. Oh, no. Well, uh, did you scare him, or did he scare you? <laughs> That's a great question, Jesse. Most kids might have been scared, but not me. I walked in and threw my stuff on the bed, and this startled the raccoon, who, at the time, I thought was just a big gray pillow that somebody had left behind. Well, the raccoon screeched and jumped up in my sleeping bag, and that's when I knew this was going to be a great cabin. Uh, because it came with its own house pets? <laughs> no, because the raccoon looked dry and well-rested, so I knew I would be too once I took over the sleeping area. You know, it was like the raccoon was testing it out for me. Wow, that's a very positive way to look at the situation. Well, that's the key to enjoying camp. And actually, now that I'm thinking about it, that's the key to enjoying life. You see, a huge part of what you get out of any situation is your attitude toward it. And God wants us to always try and have a good attitude about things. Uh, Romans chapter 5, verses 1 through 5 actually talks about that. Okay, bear with me because it took me a long time to memorize this one, but here it goes. Therefore, since we have been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Through him, we have also obtained access by faith into this grace in which we stand, and we rejoice in hope of the glory of God. 
More than that, we rejoice in our sufferings, knowing that suffering produces endurance, and endurance produces character, and character produces hope, and hope does not put us to shame, because God's love has been poured in our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. Okay, that was a long one, but it's a good one. In other words, always be positive, knowing God can use any situation to make us even stronger. Oh, it sure does. Yeah, and, and here's a, a shorter verse to go along with what you were saying. Hebrews chapter 13, verse 5 says, Keep your life free from the love of money and be content with what you have. For he has said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. In other words, God is always with us. Oh, wow. So I memorized that other long scripture for nothing? Oh, not true, Bob. You know, knowing scripture in your mind and heart is like a a GPS to guide you through life. And and both of those scriptures remind us to have a positive attitude in any situation. Well, that's exactly what I was doing. You know, instead of complaining that the lake looked like the back of a sloth or my bed had a raccoon in it, I stayed positive. I even started the first camp game. Oh, cool. So uh, what game was it? I called it... Chase the raccoon. This was a game where all the kids, they get together. And And you chase a raccoon, right? Oh, you played it. Yeah. Oh, it was so much fun. But I haven't told you the best part of camp yet. Jesse, they had a talent show. Oh, wow. You know, I've read some of your other adventures, so I know how much you love performing in talent shows. I do. I love performing in talent shows almost as much as people love seeing me perform in talent shows. Oh, so uh, not very much, huh? Yeah. What? Wait, what? <laughs> Nothing. Uh, so what did you do for the talent show? At first, I had a great idea to perform with someone else. However, I didn't do very well at the Chase the Raccoon game, so my partner wasn't around to perform with me. But then I decided I could sing. So I picked out a song and auditioned for the camp director. Auditioning for something can make people you know, pretty nervous. So how did you do? I did great. I mean, don't forget, I know that long scripture about staying positive. So I knew God was with me. I sang almost the entire song for the audition. Well, why did you sing the whole song? Well, the camp director actually stopped me. Uh, I guess he figured out pretty quickly that I was a great singer. So he stopped me after one verse, and then he asked me if I had any other talent. So I told him I could also do some jokes. I told him a few, and uh, he said, you know, singing would be fine. You are like you know, a triple threat, except for maybe the, the dancing or, or singing parts. But uh, So you got to stand on stage and sing for the camp. Hey, that's great. Well, not exactly. Right before the talent show, I was the last kid on the zip line. Uh, you know, over the years, I've overcome my fear of zip lining, uh, but I can't seem to overcome the fact that gravity just doesn't work for me. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. Midway through the zip, I stopped uh, zipping. <laughs> I was just hanging there in midair. I started to panic because I could see the kids gathering around the outdoor stage for the talent show. So you were just stuck up there? I was, but you know what, Jesse? It turned out great. First, I yelled to the camp director that I was stuck. Uh, he was in charge of the zip line. Uh, he thought for a bit, and then he started laughing, and he said, I don't think you weigh enough, but I'll get you down after the talent show is over. And then he said, I'm so sorry you won't be able to do your song. He tried to hide his disappointment by laughing really loud. Then he climbed down, and he started the talent show with me just hanging above everyone. Well, you know, I've heard it's always good to have a a bird's-eye view of things. (coughs) So how is this the best part of your camp? You know, if you were stuck on the zip line and you, you didn't get to do your song either. Well, God always works things out for the good of those who love him. 
I knew this kid Travis was the last act in the talent show. So when he finished juggling, I just broke out in song. Everyone turned and looked up at the sky at me as I just belted out the notes. And the best part was being that high off the ground allowed my song to carry over the entire camp. Wow. Wow. So having a positive attitude turned a bad situation into a good one, Uh, at least a good one for you. No, actually, it turned out great for everyone. After the first verse, other kids started singing along with me. They started singing really loud. Travis said later that it was to drown out my singing, but I think he said that just because he hadn't heard this podcast about being positive all the time. Anyway, it was a great camp experience. The camp director even told me that I was the most memorable camper that he's ever had. Well, when did he say that? When he and the other staff were helping me down from the big tree on the last day of camp. Well, the last day for me. (laughs) Well, uh, since our podcast is always about staying positive, I won't ask why you climbed the big tree. But this does remind me of a great question from one of our listeners. Uh, Patton wrote in and asked, Dear A.B., do you ever get way too mad? And if you do, how do you get over it? Oh, that's a great question that I think we've just answered today. Always try to stay positive. If you start to get mad, think about all the positive things that are going on or stop and think what you can learn from whatever is making you mad. You know, God can use tough times to make you stronger. So just think about a tough time like going to the gym. It makes you stronger. And as long as we're sharing listener questions and comments, here's another one from Jack S. who asks, is Average Boy Book 3 done yet? That's a great question. And the answer is mm, sort of. Yeah, my part is done because, you know, I've written it, but now the book is being edited, artists are drawing the art, designers are fixing all the pages. And all that takes a long time. Uh, So we have some good news and some bad news uh, about Average Boy's book three. First, the bad news. Instead of the book coming out this fall, uh, it'll be in bookstores in February. But the good news is we can share a sneak peek of the cover art with you. Just go to AverageBoy.org and look for the link next to this podcast post. It's a really cool-looking cover. Well, that's the end of today's official Average Boy podcast, a presentation of Focus on the Family. If you haven't heard our other podcasts, you can listen to them all at AverageBoy.org. At that website, you can find links to subscribe to Focus on the Family's Clubhouse magazine, where you can read a new Adventures of Average Boy story every single month. And if you also click on the link to the Focus store, you can buy Average Boy's devotional book, Devotions for Super Average Kids, Books 1 and 2. They're filled with advice, biblical wisdom, and big laughs. Book 3, by the way, just so you know, isn't actually a book of devos. It's a story of how I lived out an above-average year, but it's also filled with lots of laughs. And speaking of laughs, we'd love to hear more of your jokes or questions. You can message us at averageboy.org by clicking on the Ask Average Boy link, or you can call us and leave us a message at 1-888-465-6595. Just make sure to get your parents' permission before you call. You can also leave a comment or question that we might use on a future podcast. Well, thanks for listening, everyone. I'm Bob. And I'm Jesse telling you, don't be average. Be super average. Eh. See you later, folks. <laughs>